Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My talkers, welcome to the Lori and Julia show on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. We've got a great three hours ahead, so let's sit back and enjoy what Lori and Julia have to bring to the table. Well, it's Tuesday and we're going to be productive. Absolutely. And I want to just thank everyone who reached out to our show personally yesterday after I shared uh, my uh, story about uh, abortion and my body, my body, my body. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just really nice. People were so kind and just uh lovely and uh you know it was just i didn't really think it was that that big of an impact or whatever right i heard Even, from quite a few of my friends Lori, who just said they were moved oh it really moved and Jeez. i mean it's and real life like, radio right i guess and i i just thought it was a matter of fact thing that i took care of and i was so glad that i was able to do what i wanted to do but I guess having said that, in 20 years of radio, it's never come up. I never even told Casey. I mean, to right. me, because it's just a private health matter, uh, you know. So anyway, I, I guess I'm more, I was just kind of matter of fact about it. But I knew this weekend when I was out on Fire Island looking Which for is sharks. Which island off the island of Long Island. Island, that's right. Looking for sharks and dolphins. And I talked to my girlfriend. I said, I guess, I, I guess I'm going to have to share the last uh, story I've never shared about myself. Because I've, you know, we've talked about we've talked everything. About. I'm more open than you, you are. are. Because I've never had children of right. my own. So I never yeah. had to think about that or anything. So I've been able to be open about everything. many things. But I had never been open about that. And I... Never asked myself why, because I just thought, you know, it, my body, my business mm-hmm. is kind of how I felt about it. And so, you know, uh, I, if I, it encourages other people to share their story, share their story but to it. take away the stigma that, yeah. you know, the stigma of that it's something, you know, bad. And for some people, it might be a very, very difficult choice, but um it's a choice it's that you have the right to make as a woman. Based and, on your situation. It's so right. individual. Yeah. It's so individual. You know, one of the, I heard two new stories about it from people that I hadn't known before mm-hmm. as a result of it. And I think um, if people want to listen, Lori, because I want to cry. I mean, it's it's powerful. It is powerful. And your openness is powerful. And I do have kids, and yeah. I do think in a different way than you. Of and, course. And um, it just makes me, you know, edit way more of my life than mm-hmm. than and than I feel comfortable with saying out loud, having yeah. these boys running around the Twin Cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just, people want to listen. It was yesterday's um, first hour at 340. So yeah. the, the 
fourth segment, mm-hmm. as it were. We never call them segments, but the first time we chatted after a commercial break yes, yesterday. That's so, right. I want to thank you again. I think it's it's important. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, anyway, we'll keep our fingers crossed, but uh, all the late night shows uh, last night were so powerful because, of course, they, none of them have Friday shows. Right. So They have a good Friday week. Yeah, so Chelsea Handler is filling in for Jimmy Kimmel because he gets the summer off. Yeah. It's like, I don't... So she's a, she was a surprise to see. Yeah. He's hosting all week. She was absolutely blisteringly, poignantly funny. She's, she's, she's so back. She is back in a huge, huge <laughs> yes. way. And then Seth Meyers turned over the couch to the three women who write for him. And then they had the president of Planned Parenthood That's cool. come out and talk. That was a, that was really good. Um, um, Colbert did kind of a a funny spoof about it, like if the Supreme Court was like uh, uh, men that didn't look like the men that they're on the anyway. It was just a very funny <laughs> skit that they mm-hmm. did, yeah. and then you know Fallon addressed it. James Corden is broadcasting in London, mm-hmm. and I know um, Trevor. No, every everybody had something to say to it and um, say about it. And I've got a good new follow, Lake Superior. Okay. They, We're going to follow it. Yeah, yeah. Follow Lake Superior. On they Twitter. took some people down in a blistering uh, series of tweets yesterday. Uh, you know, it's on par with the Wendy's social media. Oh, mm-hmm. that's great. Lake Superior. So <laughs> I think there's something else to say because today we had a breakfast meeting and someone that we were with, her son had called her. And this doesn't, doesn't affect women. This affects men. Too, and how I know it's our women, our body, but men are also out there feeling sad and it really think yes, that this, yes. and that's the other thing, you know, but, I mean, but we also, I also did get a few guys who decided to tweet me and inform me that the Supreme Court didn't rule that abortion is un, uh, unconstitutional. It's going to the States. And I just wrote back. BS is BS, but I use the uh, full word. Oh, that's so lovely. That's what word. it is, though. Yeah. That's what but, it is. And yeah, we don't this affects need, everybody. Yeah, we don't, but it affects women. Of course it does, but I do think... But men care. Men 100%. care. Men are allies, not all of them, but we don't need to, as Seth Meyers said, what do you ladies have to say to me? And they said... No. Shut up and let us take over. There you go. Okay, that was go. kind of there you go. Kind of the ah. thing. And then I want to wish um, the great Mel Brooks is ninety six years old today. You guys, oh. baseballs, oh, living legend. That was Mel my Brooks. that was my first experience with spaceballs as a kid to Mel Brooks. And yeah. man, is he funny! I don't think I ever saw spaceballs. Oh, oh, oh it's a spoof on Star Wars, no. and it's got John Candy in it. Mel Brooks. Oh, Brooks. oh, it's it's a it's a good one. It is. It's a good Mel Brooks. There was a John Candy marathon, oh. I think, on Sunday because oh, really? I caught a few of his. Oh, he's, he, was, he was such a funny man. He was man. so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he, he yeah. really was. So I, I'm, ho- I'm hoping Mel Brooks and um, Carl Reiner. Yes. Is, is, no, not Carl, Carl Reiner, Reiner not, not Carl, but um, Norman Lear are having drinks the, somewhere today. Yeah. And they've got their driver and they're maybe at the polo lounge in the center booth or maybe Cadale, outside in the patio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Blazing Saddles. I forgot he was a part oh, of yeah. that. The producers. Oh, no. History of the World. Young oh, my Frankenstein. God. Young Frank- Frankenstein. That's oh, when we first met him. Many things. My yeah. Gosh. He has a wonderfully twisted mind. Yes, and, you does. know, he came out with his book like just last year. I know. I would like, I think that would be a great read. 
married mm-hmm. because he has done so much and lived so long and still with it. Lives you know? at home. The CBS Sunday Morning did a thing on him. Remember the, him and Carl Reiner and their friendship in L.A. and how... And Norman Lear was yeah. part of that group. Yeah. And um, Bob Newhart. You know, Bob Newhart is, Bob still, is still with yes. us. And yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. All they, right, well, we have a packed show today. We're giving away... And later in our show, we've got um, two yes. pairs of tickets to go see Rod Stewart at uh, XL Energy Center on Friday, August 8th with special no, guest. July 8th. Oh, sorry. July 8th. Special July. guest, Cheap Track. What a good show. I know. And we have Ellen Hildebrand, the queen of the summer. Uh, Reed is going to be with us at 3.30 today. So lots of stuff coming All right. up. All right, let's get to it then, guys. We'll be right back. That's a little Lizzo. And yes. James Corden is in London all this week. And he... Has done this show, but he hasn't done it for the last two years. He does a week in think, London. In London, yes. and I think he then last goes, time was with Sir Paul McCartney, and they did carpool karaoke. And it was really epic. And he's, you know, I think then he like might have like six weeks off or something like that, and he just stays because he and his wife are British. So yes. it's like, but he he was doing a interview with Entertainment Tonight because we haven't been able to do the live from you know london show for the last two years so it was kind of fun and then he gets it's lizzo is the carpool karaoke and uh grant cut up uh some of the audio from the car and it's just lizzo giving us her best self so here we go yeah this one is uh playing her flute playing her flute yeah it's kind of a fun it leads into her loving beyonce so we'll start with this one let's talk about the flute okay how long have you been playing since I was 12 years old. He grabs the oh, flute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Where's she going? Here? First of all, who got this closed hole flute? This is a beginner flute. But, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I got a flute. <laughs> wow. You know how good you have to be to play like that? Now, is this right? You 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 call your flute Sasha Fierce after Beyonce's alter ego. Sasha Flute. Oh, Sasha Flute. Her name is Sasha F L O O T. Oh, F L O. Yeah, because Sasha Fierce. So then, um, they that leads right into them talking about Beyonce influencing Lizzo. Beyonce's a big thing for Lizzo. I mean, it's a big thing for all of us. Period. A big influence for you, right? When I was shy or when I, you know, didn't think I was cool and when I was getting picked on, I would listen to Beyonce in my bedroom and it would transport me. I would feel something. I would feel like this, my life is going to be better. You know, there's hope for me. When I dropped out of college and I was really depressed, I listened to B-Day on repeat. And I would just sing B-Day all the time. And I was like, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be a singer. The way she makes people feel is how I want to make people feel with music. Wow. Like, I've, she's been my North Star. Wow. Yeah. Have you met her? Are you no. friends with her? No, really? I'm not friends with her. I've never met her. Wow. Should we call her? Don't f*** with me. Should we call her? Do you have her number? Should we call her? If you are going to call Beyonce... She do you, so shall we call her? Don't scare me. No, should we call her? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, are you joking? joking? There's no way I can't find <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? 
and you just sit there like, are oh. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I know. And you're like, don't do it, but please do please it. Please do it. Yeah. So, anyway, Grant posted this if you haven't had a chance to watch it, because it really is just, we haven't had an epic carpool karaoke in a while. And here um, she is talking about, I would... My Lyft driver and I think is going to be one of the top three songs of the I summer about damn time. <laughs> he was a musician, so we had a little music talk. But about damn time and, you know, the song. Because yesterday I saw Jennifer Garner on Instagram doing an exercise routine with um, mini trampolines to about damn time. Oh, that's awesome. So here we go. Hang on, this is the dance. This is the dance that everyone's doing. How does it come about on a dance like this? <clears throat> Jaden. Gomez, right. is her name, posted this video doing an amazing dance. And I was like, I'm learning to dance right now. I was right. at Coachella. I was like, I'm learning to dance. I, if nobody else does this dance, I'm doing this dance. Right. Because I've never had a dance before. Uh-huh. So I set up my tripod and I was drunk in the pool at Coachella and I was like teaching it to everybody. And I posted it and it was doing, it was going crazy on the internet. I was like, whoa, what's happening? Old people are doing it, babies. And so it's become this thing where it's becomes a life of its own. It was. <laughs> it really has. Yeah, it has. We. I'm surprised that someone hasn't asked us to do it, but I think that they realize that with all the hoopla and everything that's going on, and I don't know, do we have time to learn a dance we and do should, choreography? That, I think and, at some point in time for us, because it is going to be the song of the stuff. We could do it, it for is. fun for a little show thing, but you I think, think so. Have, yeah, I think you we think could do we it. We got to learn a dance. You I'm, don't know how long it took us to learn single oh, ladies. Oh, and then, Although that was choreography, a lot more choreography. This might be. This have is you seen steps. it? Is he, it easy? It's not too bad. It's, it's not too few, bad. Yeah, we could fit, we could have it would be fun. I think it would be fun. But I also have her singing, jamming out to some Beyonce here for a quick okay, second because okay. she's kind of fun and she gets really into it. Wow. Isn't that fun? That oh. was so good. Wow. I mean, she can sing. Yeah, she can. She's just a fun it, person. Think of how her career has just everything oh, yeah. she touches in that dance line. You know, trying to find the dancers. That oh, yeah. that was a great show, right? Mm-hmm. And just she's so. Positive. I I feel like everyone is just joyful around her because yeah. she brings joy. It, it I, was it was really fun. Yeah, I yeah. was just like so glad I, take, I saw it. Take, I took was a fun. peek and mm-hmm. saw. It's, like, it's fifteen minutes long, but every minute is worth it. If yeah. you get a chance, sit back. There's even a part where she talks about a wedgie she's having, and she makes that the funniest thing ever. It's hysterical. Oh, the thong. The thong. Kind of, yeah, yeah the there's thong. a there's a funny part in there too that I didn't play for us today, but you'll laugh at that. So um, get a chance to check it out. The other person that was on um, with with uh, James in London was Billie Eilish. Because she, of course, was just at Glastonbury, I believe. And they did that thing where, you know, they have to eat disgusting right, food. Right, right. Uh, eat the food or, or tell, tell the, the truth. Or tell the truth. What kind of questions did she well, get asked? she asked him about, you know, uh, Harry and Meghan and he ate something disgusting. Oh, because he didn't want to spill the beans. No, no, because no, they know each other. And then here we've got, here we've got the clip. Melted <laughs> mint ice cream. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. With oh. chopped onion and blended black olives. Ooh. What is the question? You, you and Harry Styles are friends, right? Mm, correct. Can I, um, can I read your last three texts? Oh. Uh, I, I haven't got my phone on me. Who's got my, who's got my phone? Who's got my Joe's phone? Joe Donald. Have you got my... All right, okay, here we go. Wow. Over to my... Okay, let's... But Harry is so sweet, see. though, that I feel like he's just going to be like, love you, mate. <laughs> Love you, miss hugging you. Well, let's find... <laughs> <laughs> Some of it... Okay, He's so least... sweet. I feel the like... last three... He's got a look on his face like, yeah. no. Yeah. No. No, I'm not cheering this. <laughs> Come on. No. Come on. No. No. Hey, put his phone in his pocket. Wait, 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 wait. No, he can't. Wait. Can't. Wait. He can't. Wait. I wouldn't do it to him. And I wouldn't do it to you. There you Cheers, go. Cheers, Billy. <laughs> then he spits it all out. It was, yeah, it ugh. was disgusting. It was black olives, pickles, I think, and yeah. mint ice cream and that avocado. I could do that. Five years ago, Billie <laughs> Eilish that. played at a small club in, in London to 130 people. And then this weekend, she's at Glastonbury and right. however many. And she's, one, she's been. 20, 21. She's yeah. now an Academy Award. Well, she won an Academy Award for the James well, Bond song. Right. That's why she's trying to figure to that one Academy. out. Yeah. All right, she thank won, you. I'm you're like, automatically invited if you win an wow. Oscar. Wow! All right, there you go. That put that put together. I was, I was wondering when Holly brought us that. Why she was a I, part of that? Same. I'm like, is that yeah. really when you win an Academy Award? You that is your, as Bob Evans says in the off, offer. When you win an Academy Award, everything changes. That's it's true. a whole nother door that opens for you opportunities you're invited automatically then you become a member of the academy so you know um it it is yeah and her brother i would imagine also got a guy as a member because he probably wrote that with her i would imagine Mm yeah cool um anyway the late late show is in london people all right listen we come back we're delighted to have a, a we haven't had a low j book club um, for a while, and yes. we're very excited. Ellen Hildebrand is joining us about with her new book, really good, The Hotel Nantucket. We'll be right back. It's your lucky day. We have Ellen Hildebrand with us and her latest and most greatest book, The Hotel Nantucket. And Ellen, we're so happy because we missed you last year. Yes, we did. For Golden Girl. I know. Hi, ladies. How are you? Wonderful. We are doing great, and we, I don't know how you keep finding stories in yourself, but man, (laughs) this is why you're a New York Times bestselling author. Thank you. Yes, it's it's getting challenging. I'm coming to the end, I think, of my my run. I have two two more summers to write Nantucket novels, and then I'm going to retire. You are? Yes. Yeah. Are you going to get into producing? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Very I mean, badly. 
I mean, because we, you know, I think you've written so many great characters over all your books, and we've always felt that oh, this should be a movie or a miniseries. And I mean, you have all the material; you've done all that. It would kind of be fun. Work. That's right. We're just waiting for Hollywood to catch up. I have six six projects in development, and one of them I think is pretty close. So, um. You'll know as soon as I know, or okay. nearly. Okay. All right. So, Ellen, tell people, give the setup of the Hotel Nantucket, because I know you're going to do it better than we are. Okay. The setup of the Hotel Nantucket is um, pretty self-explanatory. So, there's a grand hotel on Nantucket um, that has fallen into disre- disrepair. It's kind of a crumbling eyesore, and no one knows what to do about it. And then a... A billionaire from London named Xavier Darling swoops in, pours $30 million into the property to rejuvenate it. And he he wants two things. He has two women he wants to impress, one of whom is an Internet Instagram influencer named Shelly Carpenter, who goes around and reviews hotels. And she has only given four out of five keys. So he wants the fifth key. He wants to be the only hotel in the country that receives the fifth key. And um, he'll do anything to get it. So he hires a woman named Elizabeth Keaton, who has been on Nantucket for a long time. She's just endured a bad breakup. She's looking for a second act. And she takes over the helm and tries to build a staff um, and a hotel. And away they go into the summer. Uh, it's, 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 it's just, just a it's page so, turner. Yeah. It's so fun. It's always fun to be set in Nantucket, which I know has been your home since mid 90s year round it's just such a beautiful setting and all the characters and i love the over the topness you describe about the linens the decorations yeah, the lighting exactly. the, yeah. the set smell yeah. the, the essence gossip, the I mean, gossip. and the gossip and it's got a different twist to it with yeah. with you know yeah. with grace hadley mm-hmm. that the, the character with grace hadley is that right. piece? So there's also right i should say there's also a ghost i mean there's mm-hmm. a lot going on in this book right? there there's is. also a ghost the ghost, I don't do a lot of ghosts, but it felt right for this book because mm-hmm. it was an old hotel. Right. I wanted an omniscient narrator who could sort of see into the room, tell us the things that we wouldn't normally be able to say. Yeah. Yeah, that is, I, I did like that. And, you know, what's interesting is, I don't, when did you write this book? Did you write it in 2021 or the end of 2020? I did. I, did. I wrote it in 2021. Okay. Yeah. Be, because um, Jennifer um, Weiner, is that how I say Weiner? her name? Weiner and her book, The Summer People, you know, uh, she did a different twist because she did the the book was a character trying to steer the people along. And so I appreciate I I just enjoyed it. It was a different um, way of storytelling for you. But you're just always so good. And then surprise of surprises at the end of the book. Yes. Big surprise. Mm -hmm. Big Big surprise. I, have you been asked, Ellen, in all the years you've been writing books, you know, we get a book every summer for you, and we just thank you so much because it feels like it can be just summer now you got this book, but have you been asked forever and ever, we need a guide, we need your best tips for Nantucket? Yeah. yeah. Nonstop. So oh. part of writing the blue book was sort of self-preservation, because now I can just say there's a guide at the end of the yeah. Hotel Nantucket called the Blue Book. It has all of my recommendations. When you ladies come to Nantucket, yes. you will plan your trip according to the Blue Book. It's very carefully curated by yours truly, and um, so everything is is uh, 
right there at your fingertips. Oh yeah, I was I was so excited. Oh, yes, very. I was just like, and and it is so detailed. You know the information that you give, like to somebody. Because I will say, having the you know the Hotel Nantucket is the book that we're talking to you about, but. Sometimes people get overwhelmed, intimidated, or whatever, going to an island vacation like that. I think I was just out on Fire Island. And, you know, it's you want to kind of have a little bit of in the know so you're not yeah. some knob because it is not like an inexpensive place <laughs> to go. Right. You, know? you don't want to waste your money on the tourist traps. And that's basically what this this guide is going to help you avoid. So you're not going to go to the tourist traps that are right there when you get off the ferry. Mm -hmm. You're going to go find the really good places and um, places that are endorsed by me. I've been there almost 30 years. I've been here almost 30 years, so I do know. Right, you do know. If anyone knows, you know. And then um, is the Ellen Hildebrand weekend, Is are you having your the, the tour? Is that going to happen again this year? Yep. So I have two bucket list weekends back-to-back, the first two weekends in January. And this is the last year we're doing it. It is, okay. Um, yep. So it's, it's now it's now or never. And it's at that, the reason why we're, I had wanted to end last year, but the reason why we decided to do it one more year um, was because this book was coming out and, and the owners wanted, um, the owners of the Nantucket hotel, which is the real hotel I based the novel mm-hmm. on, wanted my readers to have a chance to see the hotel sort of in a new light, which yes. is now that I've written about it. So, Oh yeah. Okay. So you said you're thinking about retiring. Um, we're with Ellen Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. She has written 28 books. You used to write two a year. I mean, it's been, you always deliver. I mean, we've just celebrated 20 years, and I feel like we have had you on for, like, at least 15 years. Yeah, exactly. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm definitely planning on retiring from my business plan, which is one Nantucket summer book. One Nantucket book per summer, mm-hmm. every summer. So I'm going in 2024 will be the last year that happens. It's not that I won't write another Nantucket sure. summer book. It's not that I won't write another book. It's just the the expectation of having a new Ellen book every summer is going to come to an end in 24. I'm really honestly, ladies, running out of ideas. Mm-hmm. I've done every part of the island. I've right. you know, con- conquered all kinds of topics. It's hard to come up with fresh um, material. And I don't want to repeat myself. And so I want to stop before I lose quality. Stop yes, at the top. I, I love stop that. Stop at the top, Ellen. I we love that. Yes. And really, six projects is the one that's coming the closest, the one, you know, um, which 28 summers? It is It is not 28 summers, okay. although 28 summers, 28 summers is in development with the movies and just got a new director. And hopefully this will be the thing that makes it move forward. It's What I've learned about Hollywood, which you guys probably know, mm-hmm. is that it takes forever and everything has to be lined up perfectly for things to get the green light yeah and even then things can go wrong right but, um i have i have something that's that's close that hopefully i'll be able to announce um in july and very exciting extremely you guys will be so excited everyone who reads me will be so excited but i can't say i can't okay. say anything because it hasn't been announced by okay. the all right network well, yet well is there one because i'm thinking you know um leanne more um Yeah. You know, did you like that what was done with her books? You know, yeah. So they did a great job with Big Little Lies. Yes. I I read it long before the before the show came out. Um, They did a great job. And then, you know, cautionary tale on the second on the second season, because the second season, although not bad, not bad, 
wasn't as good as the first. Mm -hmm. And so I just, and I feel like that is sort of a Holly, that's like something that Hollywood learned. And it's something I certainly learned when I'm looking at it. Um, Because if I do do a six or eight part, whatever miniseries, and they decide they want to do a second season, they had better have like a real reason and a really good, you know, plot thread to move forward with the season. Yeah, that's interesting. And then like Nine Perfect Strangers, I heard that got renewed, and that was another one of her books on Hulu, and that was just such a... Why? That was such a weird, (laughs) dumb show. The book book was okay. It was okay, but it... I don't know. That yeah. that wasn't good. And I think of Firefly Lane, and you think of some of our other Kristen Hanna. And some, and some of our, our other favorite We're people. excited to see your stuff on the screen because your stories are rich. And I love the the setting is so... You can't right. beat it. You can't beat and it. And the Nantucket hasn't been done in TV right. or movies. It has not been done correctly. It really hasn't been done at all. But in the times when they say, oh, this is Nantucket, it wasn't the real Nantucket. And so one of the things that I'm really dedicated is that when and if something does get made is that it will be the representation that is endorsed by by me. Good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because I mean, be real. your books are love letters to Nantucket, and then you're just such a great, great storyteller. Um, and each one of your books is like opening a present. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I really, when it's, you, Lori, that's such a great way of putting mm-hmm. it. Because when you see it on the book stands, I mean, we got You these, always have the most they, amazing covers. <laughs> and that is just a great way. It is a summer treat. Well, I it, and I, this weekend when I was on Fire Island, a, f- a friend said to me, she says, how do you and Julia choose your books? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, we have our favorite authors. And I said, you know, you were going to be on the show. And, I, and then I said, and quite frankly, we are cover snobs. For yeah. the summary and the cover snob, and I, we always just feel like I'm sorry. That is a big part of book selling, buying selection is your cover. Yep, absolutely. The cover of Hotel Nantucket is particularly alluring. I think. I think. Oh. Do you have say in that, Ellen? Are you at the point now where you get to have say in what your cover looks like? I do. You do. I do. And when I when I saw this one, I basically screamed and I said, "I love this so much." Now, now that you've read the book, it doesn't really reflect what's going on in the novel, but the cover is so but it's spirit, a, it's so a, alluring. Yes. Like you want to sit in that deck chair with your with that book. tonic or whatever she yep. has there, and just and read the relax. Hotel Nantucket. That's what I saw. I was like, "Yeah, I want to be in a chair reading this book mm-hmm. somewhere or whatever." Yep. And that's what it conjures up because you. Really, it is it is an incomplete summer, and now we know we only we only have two more summers of books with you. But you, have, if no one, if someone hasn't read some of your other books, I mean, go back for right. heaven's sakes and read Ellen Hildebrand books. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah they've so got twenty seven others to choose from. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you know, I just you know, you've been. I I really think you've brought reading to a lot of people who didn't enjoy reading. So I think that's another gift because. For people who don't know how wonderful it is to sit down in a beach chair and read a book mm-hmm. and really just be immersed in the pages, it's such a lovely treat for people. And thank you for always making it fun. Oh, thank you, Julie. That's very nice of you to say. You're I welcome. appreciate it. it. It's really true. Yeah, I, it we is we true. love our books. Are and, you out on tour right now, Ellen? So I'm finished tour. I was okay. on tour for two. I did 16 events in 13 days. Oh, my I gosh. got home on Saturday morning. Yeah, I know. I got home on Saturday morning and... I'm home for the summer. So um, I have a couple more days of doing this kind of thing. I'm doing interviews and podcasts and 
whatnot. And then that ends on the 30th. And I am free in July and August just to sort of enjoy my kids and oh, good. go to the beach. Well, have one, a blast. Wonderful to talk to you. Uh, the book is The Hotel Nantucket, Ellen Hildebrand. Thank you so much for um, spending time with us today. Yes. You're so welcome. Thanks, ladies. Okay, okay thank talk to you, you later. Bye. Bye. Do we have a couple copies? Yes, we together? do. Okay, 651 641 1071 if you would like a copy of Ellen's new book. Thanks, Grant. Um, hey, we want to give a shout out to Jennifer and Becky. They're our book winners today. They're going to yeah. love this book. And don't forget, in the back of it um, is the Nantucket exclusive guide. Well, in the book Hotel Nantucket, because yep. I know you didn't finish it, but I didn't. one of the things the woman, the character who, who decides to run the hotel, be the GM Lisbeth. of the hotel, yes. yes, Lisbeth, she curates and comes up with what she calls her the blue book. Right. Which is the insider guide to Nantucket. Yes. Where to stay, where to eat, the beaches, the driving, bike riding, the bookstores, yes. the boutiques. I mean, how to get there. Right. Your options on how to get there. Because it feels intimidating if you've never been there. A hundred percent, Julia. That's what I said. Like yes. going to an island. Like, like the only way you'd probably really know about Fire Island is that somebody lives in New York who's got a place out there. Or the family's been out there. I never there. even knew where it was. Yeah, yeah. Same with Nantucket. So she tells you all the ways to get there. She warns you about the little tiny planes. She warns you about, you know, she gives you insider tips and i just went and visited my aunt and uncle on whidbey island which is off of seattle seattle it's it's i think it's considered the biggest you know island of the islands you know okay. uh, but whatever it's still you got to take a ferry i mean it is it's just can be overwhelming right. and i was like there should be a guide for this little whidbey island and i know that she would probably i bet that's her been her number one thing oh that she's had to answer over and over so she's of- Come up with it. So it's really, it is like. And how clever of her to put it in a book. And she put it yes. in a book. And I so love it's that. her blue book. Yes. And it is probably 15 pages of yes. tips. Unbelievable. And we've been threatening to go to Nantucket every time we've ever talked every to time. her. Every and, time. And I can see where she's like, oh, for crying out right, loud. Right, right. Google it. Google you know, it. kind of thing. Yeah. I would, you know, Google <laughs> but it. But again, you know, when you go to like an island. Especially Nantucket. Nantucket or even like Fire Island, you know, to figure out how to get there even. Yeah. Is, you know... That there's different ferry stops, right. like for Fire Island. You think, okay, this seems like a small island, isn't there? Just one big ge- general ferry stop there is on the mainland, but then you have different stops on like the island. Like she's had to be the personal travel agent for the world. For the world, for Nantucket. Right, right, yeah. right. So right. anyway, so that is great. And speaking of travel agents for the world, I want to know in what world Barbie is set in, because um, yesterday there were photos of Margot Robbie and America Ferrara rollerblading on the set of Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. Then today on the <laughs> set, we see Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie rollerblading. And the rollerblades are like, you know, the rollerblades, but yeah. they're neon. They're neon uh, yellow. Will Ferrell is on rollerblades and Margot Robbie is Barbie and Ryan Gosling is Ken. It is Giving me very early eighties vibe. Yeah. Right. And but I don't know, you know, if it's set in the eighties. We posted it for you. 
We sh- Grant, you should look at the post because for some reason it's not going through. Okay, I'll check Just it out. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I mean, because right a few days ago she was in Western style wear, and now she's well, you know how Barbie and neon yellow. Okay, but you, you know how the Barbie, Barbie had the workout gym. Yes, astronaut Barbie, cowboy Barbie, cowgirl Barbie, astronaut business Barbie, yes. beach Barbie. Right, and I by mean, the '80s, all of that was in place. All yes. the different Barbies. I absolutely because remember when. And you would get a new, they were, you know, the clothes were so tiny and the shoes were so tiny, but a new sheet of the new stuff. Julia, this might Woo! explain some of my hoity-toity ways that you think I have because my grandmother, my mom's mom, made, made me Barbie clothes. I don't know how she had the patience to sew she was something a really so good, small. She was an amazing seamstress. Oh. And so, and also my mom and dad did not have money like to buy us you know, Barbie clothes or whatever, mm. but I could look at patterns or go through my, go through magazines and I'd tear it out. And I was Butter, like, in Butternick, th- I Butterick. think it was Butterick Butterick. the patterns. Yes. And I would tear it out and I'd say to her, I was like in third grade, Lib, do you think you can make me this coat and hat and muffler? Oh yeah, I can make that for, I, I had the most amazingly, dra- girls wanted to play with my sister and I a hundred percent because of our, the Barbie song. wardrobe. Now, you know, she did sew us things like for us to wear, but I really wanted. I was invested in Barbie clothes. Think of how much fun that was playing. Oh, I loved playing, playing with those. I loved dressing them up and all the different personalities yeah. they could have, and then yeah. how mean they could turn around and be in like bob heads. Yeah. I, I loved, and it looked like they were filming at Venice Beach, fun, which yeah, they would have had to clear out homeless, homeless people. people. Yeah, and um, I, I don't know, like what the they must have some money. You know, for oh. the set to clear because Venice is always very crowded, and then there are a lot of homeless encampments. If just to Look warn at, you, if you've never been to Venice Beach, yeah. it's not like it was. It's bit. It's very. You, you know, said that, and and you know. So anyway, but they must clear a big space. They're, they look darling, Ryan Gosling, and I, I'm sorry, but if anyone had the first iteration of rollerblades, those were you, them. Yeah, you had the hot pink. You had the hot green. You know, these are the colors. Yeah, I did have the first iteration of rollerblades. I I used to be a rollerblade queen. I loved it. Because my boyfriend went to high school with that guy, Scott, who invented invented them. They were so nutty and Duluth, these boys at this house called The Ranch, that they would put a tow rope in a car and and they would rollerblade behind the car. And play Crack the Whip. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, just so People dangerous. People do that in the winter with snowboards. Snowmobiles, yeah, yeah with snowmobiles yeah. and a little oh bit God. of even like a shovel. Oh. I've done it behind a, I've sat on a I shovel behind how, a snowmobile and a rope. I don't, I, yeah, it's yeah. really amazing. But anyway, yeah, they are in those rollerblades. It could so. be in the 80s because if you're looking at some of the other photos, like the photos, the people in the background that look like, you know, they're in hot pink colors look, too. Yeah. And, and then there's some like bell bottoms in one of them. But and, Barbie doesn't, does Barbie really have an era? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Well, no. Because it depends on the era, you know, where you were in your life when you played with Barbie. Great point. So there's yeah. probably not. These right. pictures are wonderful. Awesome. Though. Thanks, Grant. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It's all fixed now, so you can okay, check it out. Okay, yeah, it is. Thanks. Yep. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk, always streaming. Don't forget to download our app and take us with you whenever, wherever you want to. Listen to us wherever you are.